Well then, we're back with another episode of Snapbacks and Beards. Normally we only have one a week, but uh, this week it's slightly different. We've got a bonus episode for you, and we are accompanied by two wonderful gentlemen in the British wrestling scene. Before we get to that, I'm Johnny Goldsmith, of course, joined by that wrestling guy, Stu Matos. You all right? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good. Yourself? Yeah, very excited for today. And, of course, Jay Russell Talk. Johnny, how are you? Um, I'm very good, buddy. This is uh, this is exciting. Would be an understatement, I think. This is uh, good stuff. Yes, of course. This is our second interview. First one with Super Dave Miller, referee from Ric Flair's last match. And now we're on to the British wrestling scene. And first of all, let me introduce Mike Angus, who, of course, is one of the ring announcers at TNT Wrestling. How are you, mate? Yeah, absolutely brilliant, mate. Great to see you guys. Hope everybody's well today. I know we've got people from uh, Newcastle, Brighton, all over the UK, and uh, Norwich as well. So uh, a big uh, greeting from the Mad Dog, obviously, at uh, TNT Extreme Wrestling, where I'm the ring announcer, and uh, obviously working at a few other wrestling companies around the UK, including, of course, Progress Wrestling. And uh, we are joined, of course, as well by... By apparently the world's uh, best boss, so Twitter tells me. Well, uh, about the world. they said it said it was Britain's best boss, and that was a lie. But for some reason, you should always believe what you read in the Daily Mail. They also said I was two years younger than what I was at the time. So naturally, I was going to run with that gimmick for sure. But <laughs> anyway. it is, of course, Lee McAfee. Hello, Lee. No, yeah, great to see you again, Johnny. And guys, you know, it's you know, thank you very much for having us on Snapbacks and Beards. Really appreciate the opportunity to speak to you guys and really looking forward to the show. Uh, yeah, so thank I think you. one of the first things, uh, sorry, yeah. So one of the first things I was going to ask is you've just come back from WrestleMania with uh, Wrestle Tours. Yeah. Are you exhausted? <laughs> I am not gonna lie to you, Johnny. I am apt to be, I'm beyond exhausted because not only that, this week has been absolutely just crazy. We had the For Love of Wrestling and For Love of MMA show this weekend, a progress show beforehand, uh, to the point where I was that tired, for example. And I'm sorry if I'm, I'm going to like do the whole name dropping thing, but I'm on this coach, right, with like the who's who of, of wrestling. And I didn't even know there was any MMA stars on there. So I'm don't even, I don't even know who some of these guys are. And I have this conversation and I'm thinking, this guy looks a bit like Road Warrior Animal. And I'm not quite you know, wondering who he is and anyway, chat through and I find out that he's a former UFC heavyweight champion of the world in Chuck Liddell. Chuck, I was about to say, um, when you said Road Warrior, I, th I was thinking Chuck Liddell with the... Yeah, with so, so hanging out with all those guys and being at the bar, I, I mean, the first first night I was, I, I was very happy to say I was the last person at the bar. Second night, I was most certainly not the last person at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then literally on, on the final night, uh, I think myself and SoCal Val were polished through, must have been about a good three bottles of rosé wine whilst Ted DiBiase was telling his stories and, and randomly back and forth. And, uh, you know, it was, very, it was very cool to hang out with uh, Bubba Ray for the first time and uh, spend some time with the Revival, or FTR, should I say. Um, that's how tired I am. And Adam Cole and a few of the guys. And, and, and you know, managed to uh, reminisce a bit with Kevin Nash, which is really cool about the interview that we did at the very first ever of a wrestling event back in 2018 so it was uh god knows why i was there i must say you know when you like if you ever talk about imposter syndrome, that <laughs> imposter syndrome like you're literally having all these wonderful conversations with people and i'm thinking yeah i'm not sure i should really be here to be honest but you know what it, it's just fantastic to be in people's company and to hear all the stories and everything else that's going on in the business and you know it's been crazy and of course aw have had an unbelievable launch with, mm. with, with Wembley, yeah. 
Um, from, you know, from speaking to some of the guys internally at AEW, I know they're absolutely delighted with the amount of tickets that sold so far. And mm-hmm. I think it's a really cool time to be part of not just wrestling, but dare I say it, the Brit scene as well. Um, I'm not a huge fan mm-hmm. of the word Brit rest. I, I think it's got some bad connotations, but I appreciate a lot of people use it. But, you know, we're coming off uh, an unbelievable show at, um, at Bowlers. And then before that, the biggest crowd at the ballroom since I think it was like 2016. So we're wow. very full time to be part of it. But in answer to your question, Johnny, by going all around the circle, am I shattered? 100% I've <laughs> <laughs> been this tired in, I reckon, five or six years. But at the end of the day, you love what you do. You don't work a day in your life. So you sleep when you're dead. And guys, Leo, yeah, tell you, I, I don't get tired. I've never been tired in my life. <laughs> party it up all the time so we've been to la and then went straight to flew back straight to the uk and went to florida for 10 days and then we've done for the love of wrestling and uh oh london in between as well you know so- it all seems such a blur man because actually i forget that in that time as well i ended up in uh new- philadelphia, philadelphia as well, new york, new york. <laughs> in, in in that time i completely forgot about that and i wonder why i'm so absolutely absolutely yeah you need I'm a <laughs> How many times time zones was that that you've crossed in like a week period? That is... I flew for t- for about uh, twenty two hours over the course of a thirty hour, which would have been one day to me. And you could still wow. hear him from Pennsylvania. And I played football <laughs> as well. Just got back in time to have a uh, five aside. Yeah. <laughs> Mark. Come on, come on, Mad Dog. You got to play. All right. Do you Mark. know? Do you know? <laughs> of course, sounds um, like Mark. you're uh, busy, busy boys. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely busy at the moment, and of course we're uh, very close to Super Strong Style 16, which uh, we are. In fact, I'm, I don't know if it has or it hasn't, but we're about to announce that Charles Crowley is our latest entrant into Super mm. Strong Style 16. Um, if you haven't seen it, um, if I can manage to be out yet, but the way Nigel McGuinness announces him is is really really funny. Um, yeah, really really funny. So it's great to have Crowley into Super Strong Style 16. We spent a lot of time with him. He was with us for Wrestle Tours at Mania. Unfortunately, Lana Austin was with us as well. But you know, the less we talk about her, oh, the, yeah, uh, exactly. Let's talk about her. Oh, more. she's been brilliant on Lana Rokey at the uh, for the love of wrestling. Though she's been uh, singing all their hits with the with the fans, and uh, you know she sung uh, she sung Jungle Boy's theme tune with, with one of our great fans there. That was pretty special. <laughs> <laughs> Got some cracking videos there, Lee. I know Lee enjoyed it. He did a bit of a rendition of Summer Nights from Grace with her. Yeah, I changed the lyrics to I wish she drowned. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, Mike, as well, you've got a show. Answer to your question. (laughs) Mike, you've got a show with TNT next week, don't you? That's right. Yeah, we've got Effie's Big Gay Brunch next week in Liverpool. So uh, cannot wait. TNT Extreme Wrestling, and it's. uh, you know, it's it's going to be like a massive uh, pride festival for Liverpool with it being Eurovision, and uh, mm. what a celebration as well for the LGBTQ plus uh, wrestling community. It's just going to be an amazing show, and some of the best wrestling talent from all over the world are in Liverpool for that one. And it's Eurovision week, so uh, it's going to be an amazing party. And uh, you know, if you can get along to that wow. celebration, I know Effie and uh, Ali Catch and the gang are going to be bringing all sorts of uh, all sorts of party tricks to that, and they're going to be taking on there. Uh, Alexis Falcon and Crowley as well during that festivities. So uh, you know we've got all that to look forward to right here in Liverpool next week. 
amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Here's a random one for you. Did you know that the person that's wrote the Eurovision song was at Progress for Heavy Metal? I did hear, hear about and when that. It, yeah. when, when it was introduced, I thought this has got to be a wind up. The fact that Lana wanted to be the representative, I thought, th like, this is legit, by the way, like, legit. <laughs> I mean, you are you are winding me up, absolutely winding me up. But uh, I thought Lana's version was pretty, pretty good, the one she belted out. Did that ever get released? They might be saving it for next year. Might be saving it for next year. We'll have to see. Oh, she, wants, she, wants to do, she wants to do Lana Oki at Wembley. <laughs> no brainer. No brainer. Oh, man. People will love that. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Stu, you had some questions about um, upcoming shows and booking talent and things. Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, out of the out of the three of us. I'm the I'm the one that's usually known for the, for making lists. I'm I'm the list guy. So um, that, that tends to be it. Um, and yeah, one of my sort of questions, I guess, was about kind of booking talent and kind of signing talent and and stuff like that because. I just yeah. How does that sort of sort of come about? Like, say, I don't know. For example, um, we'll we'll go nice and big and extravagant, uh, extravagant because why not? You know, tomorrow 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 morning it's released that Brock Lesnar's out of contract and he fancies it. Like, is that a case of you hope that a talent that already works for you has his details, or you try and contact him, or you wait for him to come to you? Like, yeah. How does how no, would that happen? Yeah, it's a really really it's it's a genuinely great question so when i first when i first came into all of this it was one of my thought process i mean i knew you know some of the guys anyway from from um you know from creating wrestling travel and everything else like that but you do sometimes wonder how some of these things happen what i will say is that and again in a, in a humbled way i know jay apta is, is the same at tnt we we get I would say on average at least three or four requests a day from talent wanting to be wow. on our on our promotions collectively now one of the things that ironically i've just implemented because it, it, it's very difficult to be able to keep on top of any new talent that have got the opportunity that want to be on progress so what i've actually set up recently behind the scenes which we're about to implement is almost like a town hall style where new talent is able to pitch to progress management i can't speak for jay on this one but this is, this is more progress um but they'll, they'll be able to pitch to the creative team myself martin um and, and other specific members of the progress team in which that we can get to know them because it's so difficult when you get in and again i'm not doing this in a funny way but you know i'm working on the moment like 20 hour days so then to try and get yeah. back to every single person is very very difficult and i hate not getting back to people because I'm very much a believer of treating people how you want to be treated. So now what will happen is, is that every three months, new talent will have an opportunity to pitch or for them to get to know us from a progress perspective. So therefore, there's a legitimate way of saying to people, this is actually how you can get onto progress. Now, of course, there's no right or wrong answer to this. But of course, if, say, for example, like a locker room leader like Driller Dan Maloney turns around to myself or Martin and says, look guys you need to check this person out well of course we're going to look at someone like driller and go okay absolutely we'll take a look yeah of course yeah and we and we do that we do get that a lot then you've got scenarios in which of course sadly talent get released from likes of WWE or AEW they're of course trying to make their biggest splash in the independent scene in the US that tends to be uh, a defy or a GCW over here it tends to be 
progress uh, for, for the most part. So, for example, someone like Swerve, um, we were his first match after being released from WWE, I believe, um, in terms of how we uh, how we do that. So right, we just uh, our colleague just pretending that she doesn't just open the door really, really loudly. She's she's also <laughs> she's also called Chloe J, by the way. Just to let you know. <laughs> was there's, a, there's a lot of them out. But we'll, we'll get get to that. But but again, sometimes it's like at the full of a wrestling show. You have opportunities to chat with talent that legitimately are interested in being on progress. So you had. Adam Cole was talking about progress at the weekend. Yeah. T was talking about progress as well. And this was all very organic stuff. We haven't just, for example, implemented to say, we'd like you to say these things to put us over. So we're very blessed in that regard. And it appears that a lot of talent want to work with us. And sometimes you do get some pretty huge names who actually reach out via their agents to say, actually, such and such is interested. I mean, we had somebody who is a very 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 well-known talent reach out basically saying that they would like to be on progress but then of course you then find out what their fee is and just like well you might like to be on progress pal, <laughs> but sadly at that particular rate it's it's not going to happen so it's about trying to find a sweet spot in terms of sustainability within the organization of the actual company itself oh of course yeah that makes because sense for me it's all well and good you know if i want to go out and spend a ridiculous amount of money on getting cm punk to come to progress but actually where's the sustainability in that by having imports you know what we're trying to do is we're trying to build homegrown stars where the narratives and the storylines do the talking now of course at times we need big names to get more eyeballs on the product of course that is the case and it's always the push and the pull of trying to find that fine balance but at progress it's all about the storylines within that some bangers to the point where we've got some imports that, that come in so i don't know if that answers your question Stu, but yeah no 100 yeah. it's, it's really interesting like i say i just for me like i say as i was thinking it i know that there's for some for some parts it would be you know we all know certain wrestlers or certain talent have good friends and little clicks and stuff like that and you know uh, if, if we look at AEW, we know They've just obviously Roddy Strong's just just gone over there, and we know where that deal has probably come from, sort of thing. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm actually I was about to say I'm really impressed at how many times you said Adam Cole without saying Baby at the end of it. Like that was, that was really. <laughs> I nearly I nearly said it every really, time. Really <laughs> impressive that the, the, the toughest part was he walked in the he walked in the bar and I'm introduced to him properly. I was like, oh, Adam Cole. And literally, I wanted to go, baby. I was going to add to that, Stu, as well. Sorry, just yeah. what you were saying, Dennis. Yeah. The other thing is, if we haven't got a show, we, we tend to go to a lot of wrestling shows and, and watch new yeah. upcoming talents. And we're, we're good friends with people on the scene. And we, you know, so we tend to get updates from people. And uh, we've also been uh, so lucky that a lot of people who work hard at these training schools will come and work as ring crew at our shows for us and help us out. And uh, yeah. that's a really great way of getting to meet us and getting to meet Lee especially because he sees how hard people are working. And then we get to see them have matches and see what they're doing at their home promotions. And that's another way where people like Brendan White and his training school, New Wave, are brilliant with sending people to us to help us out. And also we can then check out their matches and see what they're doing and go and watch them and stuff. And when people know 
you know, Leo or myself are there, you know, you tend to get introduced to people and stuff and see what the uh, the newest crop of talents are doing. And then just mentioned as well, a fun love of wrestling, Future Shock had their show on there. So we got to see a lot of people that we know pretty well and get to see what level they're at now. People like Synergy, uh, Dynamite Lee, um, Harley Hudson, uh, Lance Rivera, all names who are, are coming up Boo, on the UK Lance scene. Rivera. Boo, Lance Rivera. Boo. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it gives them a good chance to showcase what they're doing, and then we know what level they're at, whether we can yeah. bring them in and you know have them working alongside some of our amazing talents as well. And it's great to see that um, the Northwest, especially, has been a bit of a hotbed for talent at the moment, and it's great to see uh, so many brilliant young wrestlers coming through. And, and just yeah. coming from from that, because one of the questions I get asked all the time is, what are we looking for on progress? Which I think might be an interesting question for you, even though I've not kind of said that. Let's get his own questions right? But but also as well in terms of one of the things that we're trying to do is give give great talent opportunities. So on our last yeah. show, Rob Drake, Brady Phillips, JJ Webb, you know, it's about trying to give opportunities to people. And the real question then is whether or not they can smash that door down to the point that actually I'm here to stay. And I have to say, I thought all three of them were, were magnificent. And yeah. I mean, it's funny because again, sorry, I feel like I'm name dropping a lot at the moment. I don't want to be that guy, but I was watching the show with Santina Morella because I really, I'm trying to learn as well as, as I go to see what his reaction and feedback to things were. And as we were watching JJ Webb, he was just like, he's a heel, huh? He's a heel. No, so basically, he said like, to me, if you don't know, you should know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting you said it because actually the next bit on my list was, you know, what is it you kind of, you look for and you 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 sort of see an talent and and that you want and obviously you've just kind of kind of gone on to well i mean to explain that so it's uh yeah well to, to to an extent but also as well is that i mean every promotion is different right of so course, yeah um I, I can only comment in terms of what we're looking for but for me it's it's almost a given that you should be a fantastic wrestler that should be an absolute given when you come to progress or tnt that should be an absolute given right but what I'm looking for is the fairy dust. It's the point where do you excuse my language? Am I allowed to swear on this or not? Or absolutely, yeah, absolutely. yeah, back on. It's courage. It's, 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 it's just like <laughs> for me. It's, if I'm looking at a talent, I'm watching that talent. I can't give the feedback in terms of the movements and certain parts have got you know may have may have gone wrong in the in the ring or gone right. But what I can do is I can say to a talent straight out whether or not I give a fuck about your personality and your character and that for me it's about for better or for worse within a you know character-based scenario is do i care about what it is that you're achieving as you've probably seen um you know people like tate mayfairs what an, i mean he is i mean tateness is greatness and he's going to show it more and more and i'm very excited for him to be in super strong style but it is, it's about people that are invested in their character. Undertaker put it best. He said, it's about living the character. It doesn't necessarily mean that when you go to a supermarket, you've got to pretend to be dead. But what it does mean is that you've got to be, you know, you've got to live that, you know, you've got to live that gimmick. You look at MJF. Chokes on some stuff. Well, I mean, I'm well, I, I, I getting trouble for doing that. But, you know, it's, it's those kind of things. It's that it's, you know, it, it, it's about that believability factor, the point that do I care enough about you? Um, yeah. And of course, and this is no disrespect to the rest of the talent that are on the card, but you look at, for example, Car Noir, 
versus Spike Trevay. And the reality is, is that we'd only announced that one match in the steel cage and people were invested in those guys heavily as a storyline. You know, everything from, you know, I mean, ironically, as a look at this, what started on the 4th of June 2022 in terms of the loser Leeds town match is that people, you've got to, you know, it's investing in the storylines. And yeah. for me, that's yeah. what progress is and should be. And that's why we're very proud of the, the product that we're putting out right now. Yeah, 100%. No, thanks for that. I say really, really interesting to hear it from that perspective, because like I say, I'd have my own ideas and I'd have my own ideas of kind of what I would look for in in talent and what I like in my in, in my talent. And it's, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's interesting to hear from from your side of it as well. Go on, Stu. What uh, so, and, and, and a grand answer as well. For you guys who get to go and watch shows around the UK and stuff in different places, who um so who you've spotted recently would be your top two or three that you could let us know about who might be good who are in your area? Is it someone we need to know about? Oh, I think from so I went the last show I saw because obviously I say I'm get I'm getting married in twenty three days or something like that. So di um disposable income for the last six months has not been uh has not been a, a, as as easy as I would have liked. But well, I say when I did when I did fight mare in um uh november october last year um who, so i'm trying to think who was there uh there's a, ch a chap called brett semtex i want to say now he wrestled hernandez um and that was just uh, that was amazing obviously for me i've watched hernandez in tna all, all those years ago so that that was that was really cool um obviously i have to say being from um being from norwich and knowing you know the the knight family and and everything like that um ricky um rj rj phenomenal um you know as a wrestler and as a as a footballer he's he's battered me about a pitch many a time so um yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? goes on a lot about his football he's talking a good game he's but he certainly <laughs> couldn't get in the tram rovers team he hasn't played wednesday night football on the Wirral yet probably playing millie mckenzie might be playing you know yeah. it's yeah it's yeah it's an interesting match to be honest with you He's but, uh, been amazing as our Atlas champion there recently, and is uh, yeah. and has put out an open challenge as well for over strong styles. So, uh, you know, the 27th, yeah. 29th of May, there's going to be uh, some He's interesting. Hey, that's so what good. people are telling me, but uh, <laughs> I, uh, I saw him. Uh, I've seen him batter a few people, mate. So I'm probably going to leave that out. I'll have a kick about women. Right? <laughs> yeah. So if, if if I had to had to pick anyone from sort of around this area that you know that I've seen, it it it, it would be would be Ricky just again because of seeing him at, at different different levels and see how seeing how he's kind of progressed almost from being that small young little kid to still being quite young but he's he's not he's not so little anymore um and he's a superstar yeah. that's that's what you're saying Stu and we know we know uh, we've seen him of course yeah the excellence yeah, yeah. so yeah and class act as well yeah, really nice lad in, in, in general as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, for me, obviously, uh, there's a little lad called the Bastard Pack. Uh, you know, he's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's a right. great talent. He uh, you know, a few times, don't you worry. He might do okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, might, he, might be, he might do well in his career. He'll get there. Yeah, he's got he's got quite a bright future ahead of him. Uh, <laughs> but um, I also, Howard Drake is obviously a big name over here. He's like a workhorse of the, you know, all the rings that are set up in the Northeast wrestling shows. He does them all. 
Yeah, um, oh yeah. So he's a, I've yeah. Howard a lot of times. Great, great talent. Brilliant, brilliant mm. guy as well. Yeah, and he's yeah. Uh, he set up many a ring over at uh, well at TNT as well and Fever Field. So yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely someone we've kept an eye on as well. Yeah, and of course um, Shreddy Breck, which you'll know as well. Yeah, big fan yeah, of Shreddy just Breck. Up injury at the moment. Looking forward to seeing Shreddy who's, back. Uh, he your... did debut a progress uh, in Newcastle when we were up there, so he had a brilliant show in there. Uh, mm. Cut a bit of a, a promo on the audience there, and uh, you know did did really well as well. So uh, yeah, who's, who's, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> who's the daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Get well soon, mate. We'll see you. Uh, yeah, we'll see you, you again soon. <laughs> It's only yourself, like you've got um, obviously down in Brighton. You, you know, who do you have over there? Yeah, do you know what? I can't actually. If I'm being totally honest, I can't really answer this question. I don't get out on the, the sort of independent scene as much as I'd like, so I'm probably going to have from your answers uh, and and go with that. I'm afraid I'll have to uh, to sit this question out. That Roman Reigns kid looks all right. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns yeah. kid looks all right. He'll be all right, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Good have you seen the, have you seen this uh, kid called yeah. Seth Rollins how he gets the crowd on yeah that's uh, something special yeah he's uh, he's the same guy he is he's got a special place <laughs> in my heart yeah. Jay, you'll have to get yourself on the progress show come and join us for super strong style see what's going on it's going to oh, be yeah, uh, absolutely 16 in a, in a tournament 16 of the absolute best and we've already announced a few of them Crowley obviously Tate Mayfairs um, and we've actually got some people coming back to progress who you might have heard of before uh, Nathan Cruz and Mark Haskins yes. is going to be involved. So we're so excited about that. The fans have been asking, uh, well, especially asking Lee for a little while for those guys to come back to progress. So we're, uh, we've finally been able to grant those wishes. And um, some great up-and-coming talent from the UK. Luke Jacobs out of Manchester. Um, you know, Northwest Strong is getting involved in the tournament. And Nick Wayne as well from over in there. Current States. Defy champion. A current Defy champion. And he's been absolutely amazing wow. every time mm. he's wrestled for progress. So we're looking forward to welcoming Nick to the uh, to the tournament as well. It's a huge moment for him. And, uh, you know, anything could happen. At Super and Trump who style. else knows might be announced next week? Leon Slater as well, the youngest in charge, is in there from the 0121. So uh, it's already shaping up to be an amazing tournament, and uh, we can't wait for it. Obviously, yeah. Uh, Just wait to see who we've got announced next week. Wait to give spoilers. Nigel. Nigel would give Imagine his if we could get an exclusive. This. <laughs> yeah, Mad Dog's going in I strong still, style. Well, you, I've been the gym. I tell you what, I think um, <laughs> I, I don't think Crowley's dropped yet, has he? <laughs> I don't think just now, just now. Just dropped That's an exclusive. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, we've got. Um, you've been quiet. Let's uh, let's hear from you. Yeah, no, um, I just had a, a couple of things. Obviously, uh, Super Strong Style Sixteen, like you said, is the seventh to the 29th of May. Is that right? Yes, yeah, so um, Saturday 27th with WSW that day as well. And then on the... Uh, that was going to be... On the 29th, yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say about WXW in there. Uh, and how did how did that come to be with, with joining? So we've all had a close relationship with Felix at WXW. Obviously, we were both... We, we, um, we were both... Well, actually, they still are, actually. But uh, we were on the WWE Network together. I first met them at their 16 carat tournament last year got some real again because by my admission i've got so much to learn and i think 
for me, that's one of my big things is I'm trying to learn from as many people as possible. And when I was in Florida um, a few weeks ago, I was spending time with some quite well-known people at WWE, again, because I'm trying to learn the business as much as I possibly can. So therefore, when I do say something to a talent, it means so much more um, rather than just pacifying me because I'm the, the co-owner um, or whatever. Um, and I've lost my train of thought now, Mike, I'm not tired. You were just going to say as well that you're going to name drop someone else. <laughs> so, so, when, so when when we next see you um, do the Vince McMahon strutly, we know who you've been talking to. Is that what you're, um, is that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, Vince. I think oh, oh sorry, WXW, that's right. We were talking about WXW. But, but, so there was always a great relationship between Progress and WXW beforehand in terms of talent shares and, and stuff like that. So then WXW, now we've come out of the pandemic, had a real appetite to start to grow their brand in in the uk and beyond and it it really is a fantastic product it really really is and if you've not seen their 16 karat gold tournament or if you're thinking of going via wrestle tours obviously um definitely 100 check it out because it really the standard and the production is just as good as wwe um it really really is it, it's it's truly magnificent it's a fantastic festival of wrestling so very very excited and um, their main event that I've been told about, I think, is going to blow the roof off. So it's going to be, I'm really excited just purely as a fan to actually watch their show. And I think as well, like talking, just going back to Wrestle Tours a moment, I think a trip to Oberhausen for the 16 karat gold tournament would be an amazing idea. And similarly, going to Japan for Wrestle Kingdom Lee, there are things that wrestling fans in the UK want to do and want to get involved in them. At the moment, package-wise, we've got available there Money in the Bank cheap plug, tickets cheap as plug, well. Cheap plug, the Money cheap in the plug, Bank tickets are ready to rock and roll. We've got places available, hotels as well. And, of course, we are going to uh, WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia, so an absolute dream for any wrestling fans And, of course, when, Wembley we've got for, to get involved. We've got to get it all in now, Mike. That's it, so, of, course. of course. This yeah. is really special there, there we go. And we've got Wembley. It's too sweet. Oh my goodness! That's, oh my! I don't. Know, that was that was so bad. It was good. Um, so the day, the day before, we've got Defy and Progress. We're doing a joint show together at the ballroom, and then when it comes to the actual AW show itself, we're working on some cool stuff. That's going to be a box park together as a collective. Uh, apologies, Chloe, to my left, if I've just said that when I wasn't supposed to, but that's what things are working on at the moment. So. Very much excited. Yeah, Chloe's like our boss. She's she's she was she's she's well, she's like my boss. So well, she's our boss. Anyway, she's looking at me really weird now. So I'm just going to move on. So we've got all of that stuff going on, and yeah, because you know the thing is, is that as we've seen from what we did at WrestleMania 39 with Wrestle Tours, is you were able to experience watching Mania and meeting the likes of Rob Van Dam, Katie Forbes, their girlfriend. Uh, Mickey James, um, who else? Who else was there? Santino, yeah, Santino was there, and his daughter. By the way, his daughter is going to be an incredible, incredible talent. Huh? Oh, I've, I've said Chavo. Yeah. Ooh, Chavo. I've, I've got two. I've got two. <laughs> Chloe, I've got Chloe that I can see in my bottom left, and I've got Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> but but again, it's the, the the thing is is that we're trying to create a community based experience in which because of progress, you're able to literally be an extension of everything that we do, and because we've got those relationships already, that's where it's a very very different experience compared to dare I say it your typical meet and greet. You'll be at the bar of us, and so Calval will be there having a glass of rosé or whatever it may be, and 
by the way, what an incredible job SoCal Val did at the weekend. The the she is the most incredible presenter slash host. Incredible. So again, if you're coming on a Wrestle Tours package, that's the kind of things that you you're able to do. You're very much immersed within that mm. um, culture and that. I mean, for example, if uh, you know, big big. Um, one of our friends, uh, we call him Tinky Winky, Charlie Crovers. He's actually raising money for charity at the moment. So a bit of a plug for, for Tinky Winky. But again, he was just, he became really good mates with so with um, with somebody that's very close to SoCal Val. And it's just, just funny, you know, it's, and now we're in this like, uh, this like alumni group and stuff like that. So you're not, it's not just a holiday. It really is almost kind of like, oh, right. Okay. We're going to hang out here. We're going to hang out there. And it was really good to see so many of the Wrestle Tours guys at, at the, electric ballroom for, for heavy metal as well which was i have to say a very emotional show for many reasons obviously with the end of the chapter between spike trevay and car noir or is it mm -hmm. well, it's a bit of a knock me, so, you know, so, so controversial mm. i was i was just happy my projector was working <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Michael. <laughs> and you know what I really like as well is when we do wrestle tours, it's like we've, we've got our own little family now. We see at the shows wherever we go around the UK, there's somebody who joined us in LA who had an amazing time and it was special memories for them. And they see us at shows like, oh my God, you know, we want to talk about LA and stuff. And a lot of them as well are coming to Philly next year with us. So it just shows wow. the people who we looked after had a great time. Yeah, um, I'll be one of them, by the way. Again, <laughs> I'm already challenging people to race me up the uh, the rocky steps in Philadelphia. So uh, that's not, you know, Mike, that's we've not, had a lot of takers you know already. What? Literally, I think it's going to be uh, generally one of the things we're looking to do is, and also include some of the talent in this as well. Is literally who can run up the stairs fastest and will actually time it. And then the Lizzie, I both think she's going to have me off on them stairs, but I can't <laughs> say I can't say it. But is, you know, even if you, even, win that even if you did beat Lizzie Ever, you're not going to mess with her, are you? Let's be honest with you. I'm not, not so therefore, she's, therefore, she's going to win by default, <laughs> isn't she? So, I think the plan is is that we're going to do something up, up the stairs in which maybe the uh, the winner will um, will you know will put some money to um, towards a charity, and whoever wins can nominate that charity. Perhaps um, maybe it's the uh, the Mike Angus um, beard charity. Rehouse, rehouse, <laughs> get me a new doghouse. <laughs> I'm going to be it back for just for the next time we do the podcast. Don't worry, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think John, you're you're going for for forty, aren't you? You're... Yeah. So the uh, the travel package uh, for Wrestle Tours, I am yeah. using those. Yes. Oh, Johnny, you're the yeah. best. Amazing, Amazing. Johnny. Yeah. Come yeah. a long way since the airport, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Me and Lee will come and meet you at the airport. That's what we did this Seriously, time. Seriously, that's we? what we did. Literally, we met everybody yeah. at the airport. And Including I've been... Paris Hilton. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, there you go. There's a bigger name, name drop. drop. There's, a, there's a name drop. <laughs> yeah, it's literally Paris Hilton was coming out, and we just we just stood there where like holding Wrestle Tours stuff, and we're just like, "How you doing?" Good. How are you? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Good. Just literally, is wearing old tours clubber. But, um, very polite. And then the funniest for me was was that I'm there waiting for everybody to come out, so I'm literally greeting everybody. And then literally, I had uh, two individuals and a couple all come out to me, basically saying, "I better watch out because Lana Austin's currently in immigration." <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh God, maybe she's singing to." We could hear her singing before we saw her. <laughs> Yeah, for several reason why I shouldn't be into America is because of the singing voice. Straight in the new you go. Yeah. But no, no, and thank you, Johnny, for, for deciding to come with us, man. And 
you know, because obviously we had a, you know, a real, you know, detailed chat a few years ago and, and stuff like that. And you know, I really appreciate the, the opportunity to show you what, what we can do um, under, under the vessel banner. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, it's exciting, very exciting. And that, the hotel's um, amazing. It's literally yeah. opposite a place that sells nothing other than chicken, donuts, and I can't remember, oh, chicken, donuts, and coffee. And you can get beer from the bar, so it's a perfect combination. I'll be really happy when I go there. Week. Well, I'm That's sold. <laughs> as long as we don't take Ross to Buffalo Wild Wings again and he's crying after oh, with well, the hot yeah. sauce. Yeah, big, big, big Ross, yeah. <laughs> You'd think he'd be used to that by now, but it still still gets to him. Yeah, big, big, big shout out to uh, to Ross Alcock, and I'm really sorry what happened with Nicholas Sturgeon burying the money. I'm sorry to... Uh, so. <laughs> Oh, Sorry about the ghost chilies in that sauce. <laughs> it's put paper towels on his face for about ten minutes, all shit chilling back out. <laughs> I love the American food. I love the American food. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I'd be uh, be tempted to skip the uh, Mania 40 main event, and you might just find me eating uh, some, <laughs> some coffee. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I'm. I'm still obviously Johnny has has plugged uh, has plugged the tours to. To, to us it's just where i'm gonna where where life is gonna be for me next year i don't know if i can fully commit just yet but if i i'm sure if I'm... is that not the honeymoon Stu? Stu, here's the thing <laughs> we've had people come on the trip as part of their honeymoon man what better way to treat your significant other than bringing them to wrestle tours presents wrestlemania i mean come on it's 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 bigger than the it's bigger than the vow man come on to, to be fair maybe that's how i should should sort of swing it that actually to celebrate close to our our one year anniversary i'm going to take her to america it's going to be really nice and she can go uh, off and just say you're, you're, you're taking her to philadelphia it's going to be yeah. fantastic the yeah. uh it's the city of love that's right isn't it philadelphia I should know that it's it's something. Oh, yeah, bro, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get brother love to marry you both it'll be, it'll be fine. <laughs> renew our vows with brother love that'll be fine I, I, I think that'll be, be great now we're talking do you think you could sell that to danny i can i can certainly try you can try. <laughs> <laughs> You can do it, Stu. We had a wonderful couple as well who uh, proposed at, um, a progress on the 12th of Feb when we were there for Valentine's weekend. Oh, wow. And uh, got engaged there. So that, that was pretty amazing as well. That was a great moment. Always worth checking out that video with Arnold, didn't it? it yeah, like... just don't tell them how the, how the, how the girl said no. That proposal was one of the biggest pops we've had in Manchester. It was pretty good going. It was. I'm not sure that says a lot about our shows in Manchester. But... Well, I'll tell you what, the only one where the CPS was, it was pretty loud that day as well. Oh my God, that was... That eight-man tag, that's worth watching. If you've got a uh, demand progress, make sure to check that one back out because that match was insane. And we got another little taste from it, didn't we, the other week as well, back in the ballroom with some of the 0121 against CPF as well. So, uh, yeah. Those guys have got a lot to say for themselves, and they uh, they back it up in the ring as well. And also, you know, we want to wish uh, Driller massive amounts of luck for going to Japan. I've got no doubt that boy is going to absolutely smash it. So, you know, big shout out to Dan Maloney for all the success, and it's very well deserved. And I've got, you know, he's the boy has got everything. So it's going to be very very exciting to see him compete in Japan. Yeah, I saw the interview we did with uh, yourself conducting it with him and Mike Trevere. Uh, really. Right, right, legit, okay, legit. Though being in the middle of them two during that, you could feel the auras off the pair of them to the point of like they were going at it, man. Like they, it was intense. Wasn't and, it? and do you know what? I so wish that the cameras had kept on rolling afterwards 
because mm. it didn't just stop. They were actually going at it with stuff that was so real. It was, I mean, it was, yeah, it, I mean, I felt very privileged to, I mean, for what it's worth, by the way, I wasn't actually meant to be the person in the middle of, um, of the pair of them. It was meant to be somebody else. And then last minute, they asked if I would do it. Um, and I was like, yeah, sure, you know, because I think one of the things for me is, is that I want to be able to try and, you know, get the talent over as much as I possibly can, because that's what that's what it's about. I suppose where it comes a little bit different for me is that because of some of the other things that I do and um, is that I do have a little bit of a social media profile uh, verified on TikTok, my dog, never forget it. Um, it's the only thing that's ever made me cool with my niece ever. But, <laughs> but for me, if I can use some Should of the stuff, dancing. Oh, you don't see him dancing. <laughs> you know, it's, if, if I can help use any of my profile to get to get somebody over, that's what my job is to do. And if that's engaging. So for me, I've actually been when when it comes to the stuff that's actually been on camera, I've actually been very reluctant to do anything so far because I don't want to take or detract from what the talents are doing. But I will say this, it was a very, very privileged position, the fact that I was put in there between uh, Driller and Spike because that was there was some real heat there. And mm. again, what a feud that was as well, never mind the, the car and noir feud. And Lee said as well, if anyone does cross him, they've got no chance in hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, if anybody turns around and says, I'm the next Vince McMahon, pal, just ignore them. <laughs> Funny that that's actually what we were going to name this episode. Was yeah, that, that, the was, that the was the, that was the quote? That was the. Uh... <laughs> oh that is funny. Oh, that's that's brilliant. And actually, you're saying obviously about sort of talent going over to, um, sort of to Japan and and being over there. Obviously, being not too far from me, where where I am in. In Norfolk, um, I've had I had the privilege of of sort of seeing Will Osprey go over there and and kind of I've I've always said um, for at least a good five six years now about how good how good Will Osprey is. Um, and would you like to see him back on progress? I, I I would like to see Will Osprey anywhere I could see Will Osprey, but I think yeah, I just think he's absolutely phenomenal. Um, but yeah, I th and uh, get him in. Absolutely, I just think he's that that good. And I hoping because I I feel the casual fan probably doesn't know anything about him. I, I just because you know, like I say, where he's come from, you know, and then he's he's kind of skipped. He kind of did the did the indies, did the home home circuits, then went to New Japan. Whereas most people kind of do the indies, then to sort of one of the more, I suppose, mainstream, if that's the right phrase. Obviously, New Japan has its own massive audience, but I wouldn't say they're probably as the casual fan knows your WWEs slightly now more the the, the AEWs as as well. So now he's kind of coming coming back this way. I, you know, I've said for 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 so long that he's he's big time for me, um, and yeah, obviously I've seen him seen him previously with with progress and i think that's you know he's just a just a big star i think he's got it all mm -hmm. I, I mean i'm not gonna lie to you you know i think for me will osprey is a once in a generation talent full stop. yeah yeah and you know he's not been on progress 
in a long time. Um, so this is the call out to Will. Let's let's yeah, get him back. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's get him back. We'll put it out there now. I've been lucky enough to uh, ring announce for him at uh, TNT back in the day, yeah, 2017. Wow. We did some explosion. It was uh, Will Osprey versus Pete Dunne. So that's a match uh, that to match check was, out back was, on the oh, that match oh. Absolutely ridiculous. It's available on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> no, it's on demand progress, pal, as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, yeah, I, I had to say, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, it would be, yeah, I mean, who, who, who knows? You know, Will is, uh, is very much his own man. And yeah, I, I've got so much respect for Will and what he's achieved. And you know, for me, I think Will Ospreay, maybe a controversial take, but for me, I think he's the greatest British wrestler that's ever lived. That's how much I, I, I rate him. Oh. I'll, I'll tell you what, you've, you've, you've definitely just given me an idea for another list that I need to make. <laughs> that's, a, that's definitely one that's good. But you know what, Stu? Whatever, whatever Will wants to do, at the end of the day, he's deserved that right now. Absolutely. No, no one's had more five-star matches than Will to headline the Tokyo Dome and everything else in between and you know, wish him nothing but luck in, in whatever he does in the future. Absolutely, absolutely. And as uh, as soon as this is done, I need to go and find Pete Dunn versus Will Osprey because that oh, match what? needs to be <laughs> match match ASAP. Match. ASAP. Yeah. Brilliant match. Yeah, yeah. No, that's um, superb. I did. I, how long you guys have got? I did have a question. It's, it's kind of a, a two-parter for you, Lee. That's um, all the time, I, 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 well, as a two-parter, part one is how did the opportunity come about to become the or custodian as I know you, you like to call it and part two of that question is what goes into like the purchase of wrestling most surely it's not just like a, a simple task it's got to be quite a lot that goes into it a great again another great question so in terms of how it all <laughs> in, in terms of see you tomorrow lads. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah in terms of how it came about was I mean, obviously, I was very aware of progress. Um, I was also very aware of ICW. So, for example, I was at the Hydro. Uh, and I also had the, the opportunity to meet Mr. Dallas this weekend for the first time, which, you know, I really enjoyed meeting Mark. And you know, I've been to a few progress shows. And um, I know when I had wrestling travel, we did a little bit of business with, with those guys in terms of, ironically, because there was a lot of people around the world that wanted to come to watch Super Strong Style. And then randomly, I'm in a hotel in Toronto in 2018 with a guy that looks like Jesus. I kid you not. <laughs> um, and he literally says to me, he says, you know, I get, I get introduced to him from a guy, Justin Clapper, who's a very, very good friend of mine, who's got um, some great podcasts across the pond. So big shout out to, to JC. Got introduced to him and I found out that the previous owner, John Briley, had not paid or booked a hotel room for his main guy at progress a guy called a guy called james and i at the time had literally the entire hotel for wrestling travel for the summer slam event it was the one where the fiend debuted if you remember that yeah, and yeah. where edge had a dark oh. match to see if he could still go so if that kind of brings it back a little bit um yeah. randomly when we met, yeah. i feel like i'm name dropping all you know all the places when i first met billy corgan mic drop um, <laughs> so i said to, i said to james i said well I said, look, you know, we'll look after you, no problem. So, ironically, I gave James my bed. I kid you not, literally. And I thought to myself, well, there must be somewhere in the hotel I can stay. And then I got there, and literally, there was there was literally nothing whatsoever. So I ended up sleeping in a conference suite 
at the top of the hotel. You know, putting like a cot bed in this conference suite. And I got woke up at like half eight in the morning after not getting in until about 3 a.m. And literally, I got woken up, and she had a fright, I had a fright. And literally, this girl's walking in with about 30 cups of coffee on a tray for the conference that's taking place. Here I am, half asleep. <laughs> and again, it was just it was just a, a really, you know, I mean, I can't say I was very impressed at the time, but it was a fun, you know, looking back, it was a really fun memory. And, you know, big shout out to Kurt, to Cal, who uh, was helping us with some of that stuff. But that was my first time in which I met James from Progress. And then, of course, all the, you know, horrendous things happened in speaking out, which, in my opinion, a lot of it was handled so, so poorly. Um, mm. And you know, I find it mm. very sad and disappointing about how some of that was was dealt with and sorted. Um, to the point where I ended up being asked to share some of these independent type meetings between, because I was in this unique position as being associate director of Tramie Rovers Football Club, and also being the owner of Wrestling Travel at the time. So I, I was in this position where I understood about a bit of wrestling, but I also understood a bit more about the professionalism of what needed to happen. And then the conversation then kind of moved forward. There was three very, very, very well-known companies that were in for buying progress. And then one thing led to another and I was then asked if I would buy progress. And it, it wasn't cheap, um, albeit the way the deal was structured. I don't think anyone will ever really understand the full details of it because I'm very aware that people then go online and try and work out all these you know, different bits. But you know, my main thing was was that I was a massive fan first and foremost of professional wrestling. I was a massive fan of TNT. I was a massive fan of what Mr. Dallas did at ICW. And then, of course, to see some of the horrendous circumstances that happened, I thought to myself, "Well, maybe I can help." You know, I mean, I, I can only but try. But I knew what I was good at, which isn't very much. But I was good at a couple of things. And I was bad at a lot of stuff, and I was very, very fortunate to be uh, to be with some incredible people on the board at Tramier, and Martin Best was one of them. And talk about imposter syndrome when you're in a in a meeting with the likes of Mr. Mark Palios, who's the chairman of Tramier and former chief executive of the FA, Tim McDonnell, who was very famous for Poundland, and you know Martin and what he's achieved. I I was very much of kind of you know again trying to be a sponge, trying to learn, and I spoke to Bestie, and I said, look. I've got this opportunity. It's a little bit left field um, because I just not not so much from a financial perspective. I don't mean in an arrogant way, but just from an actual practicality point of view, I just knew I couldn't do it on my own. And mm -hmm. always, I'd always wanted to work with Mark, and I then pitched the idea to him, and he was like, "Yeah, do you know what? Let's." You know, by his own admission, didn't know much about wrestling at all, but. I mean, talk about a fast learner. My, my God, it does not. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, amazing. If anybody ever gets a chance to speak to Martin just as one-on-one, -on -one, you know, the guy's incredible and what he's achieved. So we managed to convince, I managed to convince Martin to do that. And then negotiations were going back and forth. And I was living in Portugal at the time and I couldn't get the vaccine. And you obviously needed to do all of the stuff to be able to get into the country properly, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, met John Briley in an office at King's Cross. I think it was in September. I actually didn't tell anybody about it. I didn't even tell my family that I'd actually come back from Portugal. Um, purely because I knew there was a lot of conversations in and around it. And there was an article that had gone out on TalkSport, I believe, about saying how I was looking to invest in the, the British wrestling space. So I just tried to 
keep it on the down low as much as we possibly could. And then after a lot of back and forth, we acquired progress. And then we um, you know, officially went live for what was chapter 127, which was our, our first show back. I mean, when it comes to purchasing a company, it's, it, it just, I mean, the fact it's wrestling could be anything. You know, what did we purchase? We purchased, we purchased a limited company that was called uh, JJG, and JJG was very much the the initials of um, of the the guys from Progress, Jim, John, and Glenn. So, and also as well is that I actually sent a DM to Jim Smallman and just said, um, "I really hope I don't let you down," because there was a lot of a lot of pressure, you know, for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, for me, it's like, oh well, who's this guy coming in? Um, it's funny because I've actually never talked about this before, actually, with anybody external. So we had me talking about, um, but but yeah, you know, I, I felt a lot of pressure because I don't want to let people down, and I'm very and, and again, people you know laugh at the fact that when when I said you know we were going to call all the club progress members up, but we actually did, and yeah, you know, the reason why I say custodian is because for me, progress has got such an unbelievable community, no different to a football club. Do you really own it? Because without the fans, it's nothing. And it might sound yeah. so corny. And you know what? I, if I heard it from an outside perspective, I'd probably agree with you. But when you're in the very hotbed of it all, it really does mean something to the point that if I know, for example, you know, one of the one of the fans is going through a bad time, I'm going to message that fan and see if they're okay. Because that, for me, is what it should be about. It's about a community as we grow together. And that community, in my opinion, had been let down with what had happened. And what it really needed was it needed a leader to really step up to say what was right and what was wrong rather than people being judged by social media. It needed a real kind of professional sports outlook on, on what was on what was happening. And and whilst I make mistakes all the time, absolutely no doubt about it. The thing is, is that I always give it my all. I'll always try my very best for people. And for me, I'm quite a simple guy. Uh, you know, if I treat people how I want to be treated. If you're good to me, I'll try and be great to to to, to somebody else. You know, and it's funny because you mentioned at the outset of the show this Britain's best boss stuff. The reality is, I'm probably one of the hardest people to work with because my standards are so high that mm. it annoys a lot of people because I never switch off. I'm the mm. kind of person that will message you at midnight. I'm the kind of person that will ring you at two a.m. and not think about it. But it's because I care and I'm so passionate about what we do. And I'm desperate to be able to grow progress, not just further from where it currently is, but on a more global level. We, I mean, for example, we're going to Canada with a, um, we, we're, again, we're teaming up with on the AEW weekend for Forbidden Door in Canada. Um, that's going to be on the 26th of June, I think. So we've got some really big ambitions. And, and also, the, the, I think one of the, the most difficult things I've found is that, you can't please everybody. There can only be one champion. There can only be so many spots on the card. And as, as a consequence, it's it's difficult because when you're building relationships with people, it's sometimes very difficult to give them news that they might not necessarily want to hear. But again, if the shoes on the other foot, it's about managing expectations. And whilst shit sometimes happens and you have to pivot and change, it's a responsibility that myself and Martin take incredibly seriously and we are giving it absolutely everything that we've got to try and create a great place for talent to work at and also for the brand to go even more global than it did before 
like you you might have said it was a it was a good question but that was a that was so no thank you thank you very much that and you say as well um there was there are sort of some people that just want to just want to own something but there is there is testament to the fact that you say you care and that the proof is there as well because you say whether it's down to the fans or actually like scouting the talent yourself to to find what's going to be best for for progress and, and and that does show so for that i do i do applaud you mm. well you know, the thing is jay it's i mean i appreciate it's a bit like being in football right to a certain extent as a football fan you might only care about what happens after 90 minutes at 3 p.m on a saturday what we've also got to deal with behind the scenes is we make sure that there's enough water there's energy drinks we have two medics we have a physiotherapist to actually who's who's there normally it's somebody that's been in football so for example like the qpr um team sometimes come in and, and that's the kind of thing not that we're looking for like bravo type stuff but mm. it's those kind of things in terms of trying to raise that level of professionalism to the point that yeah not that i'm trying to be harsh to some of the smaller promotions out there but it's things like if you can't afford a medic i'm afraid you can't afford to run a show absolutely we had a you know a horrible you know and again to quote axel t-shirt it's not ballet but you know axel got injured on the show on friday and we, we wish him a very speedy recovery and you know we take it in turns to you know god forbid when it happens to go to the hospital with a talent so between management and it was uh, james's turn this time so james ended up going with axel you know sadly i've been to the hospital with with, with luke jacobs bestie's been with driller and it was weird because it was just like you're doing what you, you you're coming with us and for me it was just like well of course we are it was this kind of common courtesy and i think it's things like that that hopefully will then in the eyes of the talent realize that actually that should be this you know i appreciate we'll all be judged on the product whether it's good bad or indifferent right but the very basics in terms of human kindness should should be there and that kind of yeah. things that i'm more proud of rather than mm. what else people might might say I'm kind of waffling now in my tired state. <laughs> it's, it's, it's about being judged as a as, as a human being as well as everything else you've kind of got kind of got going on, isn't it? And actually, that's mm -hmm. you know, like you say, you might I don't know this, but there'll be not just wrestling companies, but there'll be lots of businesses and you know places like that where you know they might have this amazing reputation for throwing out the best product of what whatever, but if your staff or your talent or whoever don't feel valued or treated well you're not going to get the right people in that in, in the door and anyway are you and that's gonna gonna have yeah. an impact so i mean yeah totally and like i said we don't always get it right i mean we had a, a situation recently where we thought we were going to be able to so again you know these global aspirations we were trying to get um, a lot of our talent on american visas and unfortunately one thing led to another which was out of our control and then we didn't get the visas on time and of course this is a massive thing for talent to be able to go legally and I emphasize the word legally you know to to the states because again we're trying to we're trying to do things the right way and unfortunately we weren't able to deliver on time so as a consequence the progress showed that we were going to run at wrestlemania we weren't able to do and thought you know again again it's it's very very difficult to have those kind of conversations but you know, from my perspective it's about putting your hand up and saying look you know we're, we own it we're trying to sort it we're trying to do something different but hopefully what you what the talent do get from progress is opportunity and if they've got opportunity then they've got an opportunity to 
show show opportunity opportunity show, show showcase what they can do. But the professional and professional wrestling, I see. Well, that yeah. was well again. That was that was the phrase I came out with at the very start. Mm. You know, in terms of, and I appreciate yeah. you know you guys are media guys by default with the fantastic podcast you guys have got right. But the thing Thank is, you. <laughs> but the thing is, it's 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 all about like a strap line, right? In terms of putting the word professional professional wrestling. And I meant it at the time because I'd seen some of the things from being at different promotions. But actually, the more I've got to know this business, the more I realize how important what I said actually was. Mm -hmm. uh, again, we're we're really proud of what we're doing. You know, there's always going to be the haters for progress because it always seems to be a fashionable thing to be like, oh, you know, just we'll just give shit to progress when actually take a few steps back and actually look at what we're trying to do. We're trying to create a, a great product in a professional environment in which we can grow the scene together. And it's like recently a lot of the talent for AEW have come out and say, oh, you know, people wanting AEW not to succeed. We want, you know, for, for us, we should want everybody to succeed. We should want, Absolutely. want Rev Pro to succeed. We should want Wrestle Carnival to succeed. ICW, etc. Because the bigger the scene is, the better it is for everybody. The only thing that I sincerely hope that happens is that actually it's a safe environment for the talent to be in. That's that's the main mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Of course. Agreed. Yeah. 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 So I was going to ask as well. Um, I've got a question I'm going to bring on to uh, about ask about Mount Rushmore's of wrestling. Um, but the question I was going to ask is, you know, the generic one is, what's your Mount Rushmore of wrestlers? But if I was going to say a Mount Rushmore of progress, who's on that list? Oh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I, can I answer the WWE version rather than the progress one? Because that's, that's the <laughs> <laughs> Of course, if Lana Austin was here, she would probably say, Lana, it just be Lana, Lana's head. So that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 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 difficult that question because, it, again, what are you judging it on? You know, you're judging it on personality, yeah. judging characters. But I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna really you a question. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on the fence and and talk about Ric Flair, Hulk yeah. Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, probably Vince McMahon. Ooh. Oh, okay. I'll throw out some more names then. We'll, we'll just make it a sort of joint one and I'll put ones in that he hasn't mentioned. So what about uh, people like uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig, uh, Brett Bateman Hart, Shawn Michaels, and uh, the Macho Man Randy how, Savage. How did I forget about There's that? a couple more there yeah, for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Doing like a tag team one. And uh, progress-wise, we've had so many wrestlers who've absolutely stood out this year and just, mm. made, you know, we couldn't just single out, you know, one or two, but people, you know... Yeah. 0121 CPF have been standout. Uh, obviously, the Reese um, is on the Mount Rushmore for selling merchandise. The Reese has been amazing. You know, uh, people like Crowley have absolutely shone a star. Spike Trevay, Cara Noir, uh, the whole the whole tag team division have been absolutely brilliant. Sunshine Machine have been excellent. There's been uh, so many of the uh, of the talents as well. Lana Austin, Alexis Falcon, Lizzie Evo. Uh, Millie McKenzie. There's been so many have just have just been absolutely amazing for us this year. And the, the thing that I would like people to do if they've not done it is sign up to Demand Progress and go back and watch what we've done since Chapter One Two Seven over the last just over a year. It is 
We've had so many amazing shows, and every show I go into the show thinking this is going to be our best show we've done yet. And every show I come out and, we, and, and then we get through the next one, I'm like, that was even better than the last one. And it's just gone mm-hmm. strength to strength to strength. And the fans who've been lucky enough to be with us on that journey have had an amazing time. And the mm-hmm. fans who've missed out for whatever reason, you do need to get back to progress and see what we're doing because you are missing out on some amazing stuff. And every show just mm. gets more and more exciting. Mm. And the ballroom gets busier and busier and busier. And that bar gets busier and busier and busier. Absolutely. It's your round. It's cost me, it cost me a few quid, especially the last show. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I was going to say, it must, it must be really really sort of nice and, and sort of a proud moment for you guys to be able to go back like you say from that that day one that first show to to, to sort of where where you're at now and like that's kind of you know i'm gonna i'm gonna plug for us now because why not it's it, it's it's that feeling that that we speak about on almost a daily basis where literally what six months seven months ago we were yeah what are we six, 16 episodes in something like that yeah well, you know mm-hmm. like six six months ago we were three blokes that didn't know each other that all liked pro wrestling they were all throwing out various little bits of content on on tiktok and stuff like that that just got talking and we're like should we let's let's give this a go let's let's try this let's do it and you know yeah what 16 episodes in and and you know we're lucky enough to have sort of people like yourselves come on and yeah. and chat to us and stuff it mm-hmm. it just seems it's madness, really. Like yeah. in in this bit, this bit of time, you know what I mean. So, oh, uh, you're doing well, um, though, guys, and uh, it's a testament to your work. The fact you've done these sixteen shows, and the, you know it, it's gone so well for you. And you're you're working hard. Sixteen. And, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> and uh, anyway, good Maybe on this you. Good on you. Be called sweet sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, like I say, it's just, it's just, and it's formed really naturally, which I think has has helped, and I've had quite a few people that that know me um you know have commented that they've they've listened to a few things and that just it flows naturally which is something that we've i say we've worked hard on we actually haven't we haven't actually worked hard on it flowing naturally it just it just organically does which is which makes it nicer for for us and hopefully makes it more pleasurable for sort of people like yourselves coming on rather than what I'd really like to see is a live episode from the Electric Ballroom at a progress show with all three of you there. Well, uh, oh, yes. On the balcony and uh, do a live episode and have one of our uh, one of our brilliant talent come and be interviewed by you. That would be great to see. That could be something we can set up for uh, maybe for episode 25 or something, a bit of a special one for you, something like that in the that ballroom. Can, uh, that would be amazing, yeah. That can absolutely be arranged. That can 100%. Yeah. We yeah, can uh, we can sort that out. Really, really we're just yeah. uh, saying that that's again just the madness thing that we've had. We are genuinely just three blokes that pro wrestling is what we is what we like and what we love. What, what we've what we've loved our whole lives. So why would we mm-hmm. not want to go out and talk about it to as many people that would want to listen? Yeah, exactly. And that's that's mm-hmm. where everyone who's involved in wrestling comes from. That being a fan and. Uh, and you know that's what the for love of wrestling was all about at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was just a group of people who were all there together who loved wrestling and there uh, had these stories to tell. And we all had a great time. And it was uh, and it was it was chaotic. Anytime you see uh, Lee at the bar with the million dollar man and they're just both doing the laugh at the same time, it's you know it's special <laughs> moments. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> the funniest story for me was the first love of wrestling, and we're all at the bar, and Marty Ginetti walks in. 
and he walks in and he's been giving his money for for his appearance and he literally comes across to ted and i'm i'm there having a baileys with ted and he literally comes across and says uh ted uh can you can you can you look after it for me <laughs> literally he's <laughs> there giving it to the million dollar man to look <laughs> whilst he's there telling me stories about andre the giant and how much he could drink and that oh, was yeah. as well when the uh, when the restaurant in the hotel was shut and lee sent me to mcdonald's to get mcdonald's for everybody and we were just literally having our cheeseburgers to book a team christian and everyone I kid you not, right? So I said to Mad Dog, I said, right, just go and get a hundred cheeseburgers, bring them back. So next minute, Booker T's like playing ultimate frisbee, literally throwing these bloody cheeseburgers all all, all around the Pullman Hotel. Um, absolutely, literally, literally with um flares <laughs> there drinking wine, Wendy. Rick's just like <laughs> it's like cheeseburgers go straight to bed. Where did those chicken nuggets come from? <laughs> oh dear, God, that, is, that is wonderful. Yeah. Well, boys, I have to oh, say thank you know, so much for having us. We we really really appreciate it, and it's been uh, it's been such a pleasure to get to know you guys. And you know, well done on going from strength to strength. And you know, look forward to your big show at the ballroom, which no doubt will be a. Yeah, maybe the 25th one. Maybe, maybe I don't know. By the time Super Strong Style comes around, if you guys want to come down, more than welcome. And yeah, it'd be great. Oh, yeah. when, I was just thinking for them dates when, when was Super Strong Style? So 27th, 28th, and 29th of May. Of course, course it is. Oh. Guess, guess what? Guess what date I get married? Go on. 20, 27th of May. Is when, oh, is when like, should, 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 should we get her down? Yeah. Should we, should we just <laughs> literally scrap the venue? Let's get her down. We'll, um, yeah, literally, we'll get, we'll get married there. Oh. So I'm gonna, we, you can get married in the ring if you want. Come say hello. Chloe's just in, got engaged as well. She doesn't know her yet, but her wedding's going to be at the electric ballroom, isn't it, Chloe? Hello, this is the lady who kind of makes makes everything happen. But yeah, so so she's going to get my electric ballroom stew. So bring oh, you know, the half, get her to. Yeah. I'd save so much on a venue. I know how expensive these wedding venues are. Mm. How many guests do we need to squeeze in extra? Uh, well, yeah, we we we, we got about a hundred coming. So can you can you squeeze a few in? Can we? Uh... Yeah, we'll do a ticket discount for you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and we've got a great karaoke singer named Lana. <laughs> singer, you get a show. It's amazing. Well, well, you, you've got me sold. I just, I'm just not sure if she's sold. But we can. I'll see what I can do. There's even a magician. Old oh, magician. Oh, yes. Yeah. Doing his own magic show, guys, as well on the 28th. Sunday the 28th. 8.30 till 10 in the electric ballroom and Nigel is going to be uh, busting out some magic and talking about so his, exactly, uh, so got a his career. Exactly. You've got, you got, you got a singer. Yeah. You've got the chairs. Yeah. You've got the entertainment. Simon Tartman's going to be there. I mean, so Calval. I mean, what more? Be what more? I'm, I'm, I'm sold. That's a <laughs> <Our> wedding. Let's <laughs> call that a chapter title. The wedding planners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wedding crashes. <laughs> wedding crashes, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad we managed to sort that all out for you, Stu. I'll call <laughs> the other venue and tell them we're cancelling. Thank you both for joining us. So it's been yeah, amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.
great to chat to you. Make sure uh, anyone who's about who's listening to the show, make sure to check out Effie's Big Gay Brunch for TNT on the 12th of May and then Super Strong Style 16 on the 27th, 28th and 29th of May. Uh, you've got to be there, guys. And obviously, we've got so much to look forward to in the summer with Money in the Bank being over in the UK and AEW. And then, of course, contact us, Wrestle Tours, WrestleMania 40. If you want to be there in Philly with Come us, guys. Come join us too and Johnny. We'll be partying Stu on his honeymoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the flowers are going to be there. <laughs> yeah, brilliant to speak to yeah. you. Guys. Thanks thank so you much. very much, guys. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you again very much to Lee and Mad Dog for that. Uh, can't uh, really explain just how grateful we are for that. That was incredible. So, um, thank it you. It really was. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but as usual, where can we find? You on social media, Chloe? You can find me, Jay Wrestle Talk, on TikTok, um, talking all things wrestling, and Jay WrestleGram on Instagram, where I'm currently trying to grow my following. So if you do follow me on TikTok or you just listen to the podcast, if you could go and do that as well, that would be great. Thank you, Johnny. And Stu, where can we find you? Yeah, so I'm my main social is my is my TikTok. So that's that wrestling guy at TWG 1991. Again, for all all wrestling content. Um, on my link tree is a link to my Twitter and my Instagram that I is probably a little bit less wrestling based, but still quite a lot on there. My TikTok is my main wrestling account. So yeah, head over there. That'd be great. Thanks, Stu. And of course, I'm the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok. You find me on there. And my link tree has all the links to all my socials as well. So thanks once again, guys, for uh, this uh, bonus episode today. And thank you, everyone, for your continued support as well. And we will see you next time.